Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast. Wisdom's Echo. This is Liam O'Brien and here's my thought for the day. Today I wanted to encourage everyone around doing process well and the importance of process and how it comes and forms an important part of our walk and our journey with the Lord. I think for me process has become very personalized. It's been become something I've come to treasure and come to really understand its purpose and understand what it's doing in my life and how it's formative to where it might be used uh, in the future or somewhere down the road in or somewhere in my journey somewhere that the Lord's going to utilize or build upon or or, or utilize those skills that are been embedded or formed in me through life through different things that I've put through been put through or through the journey. So I really just want to encourage everyone that process is something that the Lord is very active in and it's all throughout scripture, but it's also not you know, how do we do it well? How do we actually walk through process well? We, we we walk through those difficult times and maybe just to define what process is or the way at least I define it is, it's those seasons where there's an expansion, there's a stretching, it's often a struggle, there's a difficulty and it can be uh, from workplace uh, things that you could be involved with or community groups or your church or your family or be something that you go through where it is quite difficult to walk through at the time but when you get further in the future you can see what that formed in you the a level of character or an experience or a skill set or something that just grounds you so much more deeper in the things of the lord that you had to walk through with him or a struggle that you've he's had to grow you or mature you in so it's a maturing uh, process if i had to probably put a word next to it and we see it all throughout scripture and i commonly refer to the pit the cave the desert sort of struggles that we see from people throughout scripture and if we want to start back at abraham we see those years he was walking around the desert looking for a place but he was he essentially was he was living in tents in the desert then we see joseph's story with hit the pit the beats sold as a slave then into prison moses had the time in the desert David had those years in the cave where he was constantly on the move. We see even with Jesus, he had 30 years where scripture really doesn't talk too much about what happened in that time, but we can see a sort of a formative process that is at work with him with just some scriptures that, you know, he learnt obedience through the things he suffered. He grew in wisdom, the Bible says. Then we look at Paul as well. He went and had that time in Arabia where he was really mentored and tutored by the Holy Spirit, by the Lord, for when he came out of that, he was able to come back and speak very directly to the disciples, saying, hey, I wasn't trained by you. There was a time that he had in his life as well. So I really want to, through this, is just, look, process is something we all go through, and I want to take an angle which has really helped me through my own journey. And where it started at was back in... 2007 i remember i was in a role i was looking around and i was seeing some people get promotions i was seeing people uh, rise up in different positions and or different things that you know could be um 
financial promotions or it could have been uh, like leadership promotions or something else, sort of just remember asking the Lord, you know, what am I doing sort of wrong? I'm sort of working at a similar level. Is there anything there? And it wasn't necessarily, I wasn't complaining. I was just going, you know, okay, if there's something that I should be doing, I'd love to be aware of that. And I was drawn to really study Joseph, but to study it from a different angle or at least it was revealed to me a couple of other sort of sub-purposes about Joseph's life, which aren't as often talked about, you know, when we sort of hear the story, it's a lot of us know the story, but I want to draw it from a different angle. So as I jump into this, I'm going to take uh, Joseph's story and I'm going to break it down into four distinct seasons that I can see from studying that. And probably in part one of this, we'll discuss the first two seasons and part two discuss the third and the fourth season but each of these seasons were imperative to his ultimate outcome where he ended up governing Egypt and without either of the preceding three take any one of those out there I think it's questionable if he would have landed that role or at least been at least had the competence to be landed in that role so I want to jump in first of all and just start with the first season, uh, which is his father's house, and which we can pick that up in Genesis 37, where it's talking about Joseph and how he is around his family settings. And we know at that age, by, from Genesis 37 to, he was 17 years old. So up until that time, he'd spent his whole life in his father's house. He'd spent you know, the time sitting around the fire, so to speak, or those times learning from his dad and hearing the stories of his grandfather Isaac and his great-grandfather Abraham and the encounters they had with the Lord. And and he had that sort of, you know, we can sort of see the foundations that were possibly laid in his life. And then, you know, Genesis 37.3 says, Now Israel or Jacob loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age and he made him a tunic of many colors. And there is something formative about that in which I really believe in his father's house stage of his seasons was around his identity being formed and we see that in just even the way that it, the scripture tells us about that uh, Jacob loved Joseph more than all his children and there is something that possibly was formed that I really believe was formed in Joseph's life in his identity about the love of his earthly father but was a direct reflection of his heavenly father and I think also there was formative was his relationship with the Lord his relationship with Yahweh which I think you know we can look at the dreams that he had and sure he didn't have the maturity he didn't have the discernment of how to share those and how to possibly steward those at the age of 17 and you know maybe his favoritism he didn't know how to steward that either, uh, with, you know, the way he, uh, you know, displayed and told those dreams to his own family. But we can sit here and read the end of the story and say, look, these dreams were accurate. You know, we know what happens in the future. Obviously, at the time he was sharing, they could have sounded a bit out there dreams, but we know the end of the story and know the accuracy of that. And we see all throughout from there on as well from when he goes into his other seasons that the Lord is with him. So I'd like to propose that 
the first stage of Joseph's life, which I think is incredibly important for all our stages in all our lives, is the underpinning foundation of our own identity as sons of the Lord, as sons of Yahweh, who we are, how we operate, uh, knowing that we're loved by the Lord, uh, knowing how to appropriate his love, knowing that we are bearers of his name and we are sons in his kingdom is the underpinning of just about everything we do, being one of you know, a child of the living God, being a child of Yahweh. So that first stage, let's just call that you know the stage in his father's house or the season in his father's house is the foundational underpinning stage. And that I'd say is the, in all our lives, is the very, very bottom, the bedrock that we build upon of our identity in him. We build upon Christ. We build upon the rock. We build upon those sort of things that are the foundational parts that form our true identity as sons. And that gives us the point to operate from. So then I want to move to the second point where the second season, which is Potiphar's house. And the transition between those is, so he's been in his father's house. He's 17 years old. He's grown up there. He, yes, he's a, he's a favorited child, but then he gets sold into Egypt. And, and that's the transition. I'm not going to go into the transition for the purpose of this. But he finds himself in his second season where he's a slave in a Egyptian's house. And I'll pick it up in Genesis 39.1 and it, where it says, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, that's actually quite important to note the little distinctions here that Scripture tells us. So Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, a captain of the guard, so that's a senior-ranking official being a captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in his, he was the house, sorry, he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. The master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So we can see that he's now has been sold into Egypt. He's the slave of a Egyptian official. And to jump through to 39.5, and I think this is very key, where it um, talks about, um, you know, he's been made overseer of all his house and all he had. This is part of his house. And the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the Lord blessed, um, the blessing of the Lord was on all that was in his house and field. This is really important. And I'll just, from another version, it says, and all his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. So, Look, that's the surface level, but let's look a little bit deeper. And I think this is the key to understanding one of the processes in our own lives is sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a character process. Sometimes it's a journey with the Lord process, but other times it's a practical process. And I really believe from studying this a little bit deeper that this season that he had in Potiphar's house certainly had a practical element to it. Because we know from that time, and even what Scripture just said there about his crops and his livestock flourished, that it was an agricultural society. So in his second season, we can take it that if he's, if he's overseeing a, 
agricultural societies, uh, an official's house, and possibly a, a wealthy, influential person's house. And it says all these crops and livestock flourished. We know he's got crops and livestock, so you know he possibly or probably learnt agricultural soil management. Uh, cattle or livestock management, crop harvesting, seasons and cycles of crops and farming, farm hand staffing, how to you know scale up your business or how to hire staff to be able to oversee different portions of the farm, um, grain storage, uh, buying and selling of commodities. So in this season, we can easily possibly see that he's he's had to learn some very important skills where he's he he's in a man's house he's a slave to the house but he has got been promoted to basically overseeing the whole house in an agricultural society now why is this important is that when we sort of often first read this we sort of read the you know the slave element of and yes he had favor and he became a leader the slave element but the the skills that he learnt in that in that time about being in Egypt would possibly prove to be very very important as I further move this along and I think some of the things we like I really doubt at the time that Joseph would have really understood what he was learning at the time with whilst he was in Potiphar's house yeah you know, he was there not you know he didn't want to be there but that's where he was and that's that was his life but it was that those learnings that we go through in our walk or those learnings that we go through where we're in different seasons i really encourage everyone to take two steps back almost and say okay what am i supposed to learn from this are there skills i'm supposed to learn is there character i'm supposed to learn is there something i need to go deeper on that wherever we're going through uh, seasons in our lives is more than often there's a, there's a lesson in it and there's a deep lesson the Lord's wanting to teach us and train us and and it's often for a purpose further down the track which I'm going to pick up in part two of this where I start talking about his third and fourth seasons and some of the importance that um, you know the earlier seasons formed in his life. So I just want to reiterate before I move on to the next uh, three parts in part two of this, oh, sorry, parts three and four in, in this, is he first had his identity formed in his father's house, and that's important. Then he's moved into a situation he didn't really want to be in, being a slave. But we can see that he was still learning skills. He was still learning about agriculture in that season. So I'll leave it there for this one, and then for the next one we'll transition into parts three and four of these seasons.